0: From the Gospel reading, let it be so now, Jesus said, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Today at the beginning of the season of Epiphany, the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles, Gentiles means at least most of us, we are invited by the evangelist Matthew to turn our attention to Jesus' baptism so that Jesus' baptism may shape our lives. Every little detail of the story shines with Matthew's thought. So let us look at the very first phrase in the story. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan. Jesus' very first action in Matthew's gospel is to walk. Physically, to walk from Galilee to the Jordan River, to be baptized by John the Baptist. Only when John challenges him with a supreme oddness and unfittingness of him baptizing Jesus, did Jesus add the word add words to his body language. It is fitting for us in this way, to fulfill all righteousness. What did he mean to fulfill all righteousness? Well, Matthew takes the whole rest of the gospel From the baptism of Jesus to the cross to tell us concretely what that means. But to start with, surely it means to accomplish God's holy will fully. When Jesus took that unaccountable walk from Galilee to John's baptism, he had found God's way, and he was simply walking in it. He was embodying God's purpose. He was physically living the life of faith what Paul calls the obedience of faith. To fulfill all righteousness meant to hear God deeply and to give the assent of one's whole self to that hearing. Jesus walked God's way. If the way seemed odd or unfitting to others, still it was God's way. And that is the way he would walk. The only wisdom or integrity that journey from Galilee to Jordan had was God's own, and that was enough. We who are Jesus' disciples don't exactly fulfill God's righteousness. We, at least I for one, am too weak. We struggle, sometimes we fail. And Matthew tends to reserve that word, fulfill, for Jesus alone. We are still called to hear and to act as best we can by God's grace in the life of faith. That may mean something as ordinary as holding down a job honestly, or caring for a disabled spouse, or raising kids in the normal course of our lives. Yet it also may mean doing some odd things. It's not always predictable or reasonable what God calls us to. Years ago, Barbara and I thought we heard God's voice calling us to adopt two homeless children. It was completely crazy for us to do that. But we thought we heard the voice and we did it. The life of faith, living into God's righteousness is just as concrete as the Son of God walking from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. It just depends on hearing that one voice, God's voice, with the whole heart, and taking the risk to live what is heard. So we are called to listen hard to every possible source of that voice, and to respond wholly, to scripture above all, to the whole wisdom of God's people that we call tradition, to use our reason, not as I sometimes do, to rationalize what I've decided to do apart from God, but rather to sift God's voice out from the cacophony of other voices. We are called to cultivate a present tense, active, heart, body, mind attentiveness and concrete response here and now in the life of faith. That may mean repentance from something against God's will. It may mean doing something new that's good. And it also may mean just doing what we're doing now, but now doing it for God's sake. Jesus fulfilled all righteousness. The word righteousness is deep in meaning in the Bible. Within its range of meaning, it chiefly means God acting to save. Jesus walked away to John because God's salvation was coming near through John's work. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. God's kingdom was breaking in. God was moving in the world there at the Jordan. God was at work to save, to save God's people from sin, to save the weak and the needy and the powerless from those who oppressed them. God's righteousness means God establishing God's salvation on the earth. God vindicating God's faithfulness and judgment, and mercy, and peace. That is precisely what was underway in John. Confrontation, cleansing, repentance, that made way for the kingdom of heaven. God's righteousness in motion to save the world, to save each of us and all of us. So the righteousness that Jesus fulfilled was not narrow or individualistic as my piety can so easily be. It was not self-righteous or imperialistic, as my sense of justice tends to become. The righteousness of God that Jesus fulfilled was rather this. Jesus went where and how God was acting to save, to bring God's kingdom of justice and love. Therefore, in Jesus' baptism, we are called as disciples of Jesus to a profound attentiveness to discern what God is doing, to hunger and thirst for God's justice, by the Holy Spirit to find our way into the midst of God's salvation at work. We have to find the road and walk the way to our Jordan, wherever it is here in this world, where God is moving. Even when we are weak or confused, seek to hear that one voice, and to follow. God is moving now. God the Trinity manifested first at Jesus' baptism is calling us into God's renewal of creation, calling us to invite the exiles all around us to come home, calling us to make peace now. Here in this parish, for example, a dozen ministries are blooming. Are you called to any one of them? Jesus Christ's baptism by water and the Spirit, the saving righteousness of God in human flesh, is powerful to save now, everywhere, including here in Las Gatas, including here at St. Luke's. We are called to the deep hearing and concrete walking that will place us in the way of what God has done and is doing and will do. We have been washed in our share of Jesus' baptism in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, first manifested at the Jordan. After a moment of silence, let us renew with God the covenant of baptism into which God's righteousness in Jesus by the Holy Spirit has called us.